0: Good morning and welcome to the Mr. South Podcast. And that season four, episode 11, the week that was for October 31st, 2022. As always, thank you to my daughter for the intro music. In this episode, I will be speaking more quietly than I normally do because the puppy is sleeping right behind me in the studio and I don't want to wake her up. She was uh, at that point where she was getting a little grumpy this morning. It was time for her nap. So as I speak quietly, we're going to review the week that was, preview the upcoming week. We're going to tell a dad joke, possibly two, or roll out, possibly roll out an optional enrichment assignment. You'll have to wait and hear the details on that if we do. it will be for the second nine weeks. Discuss Halloween. All of this and maybe more in this week's episode is I have some coffee and jump into Mr. Sal's podcast and that. I'll be right back after this brief musical interlude. I want to go right into the student email of the week. And this comes from name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. It begins, Mr. Sal, why were the last two optional enrichment projects so short? I mean, like, how come we literally only had like a week to turn them in? That didn't seem like enough time. I didn't get to the podcast right away, and now they're over. Well... Name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. First off, thank you for your question. That into itself will get you enrichment points. The first two optional enrichment assignments were active for only a short period of time due to several reasons. Uh, the first one, the flash writing project, was only open until this week due to the contest timelines and the fact that I heard, only heard about the contest the day before I posted it to the podcast. When I was at the... Um, English conference a couple weeks ago, that's when I heard about the flash writing project. So I pushed push that out immediately, and that was only until the, the uh, contest closed. So that's why that optional Richmond assignment was so short. The following optional Richmond assignment, the Halloween playlist, that was short, well, because this was Halloween week, and you know, the first week that I was going to push it out came across the flash writing project so I didn't want to give you two at a time because that would be overwhelming for some people so we had a week to do the Halloween playlist I did receive a couple of those we had some technical glitches and we are working on rectifying that so due to the scheduling uh, both were short in duration sometimes in return assignments last a long time sometimes they last a short time but that was a very good question, I hope my answer clarified things for you. Remember, you too can submit emails about class to my school email or message me via Schoology. Put the phrase student email of the week in the subject line, and then your question or comment in the body of the message. You also get enrichment points for your effort along with having your email read on the podcast. So we are going to ease into the class updates. And this week we got a lot done. Um, We finished the writing assignment about the internment of Japanese Americans by the U.S. government during World War II. That was turned in. I'm in the process of getting those graded. In fact, every class is graded except for period 8. I'm about halfway through period 8. I should have them wrapped up by tomorrow morning. We completed notes on the activities of 1942. Which, there was a lot going on. In Europe, we kept it short and sweet. We talked about the daylight bombing raids of military targets over France and why they didn't just blow everything up. Because the French were still our allies. Even though they lost to the Germans and surrendered, there are many people in France who were still resisting German occupation. Pause for coffee. There are our ally. We use the analogy, you know, if um, evil people, mean people take over your friend's house, you don't want to wipe out the entire house. You just want to get the mean people out and save the house. And that's basically what we're trying to do in France. Save as much of France as possible. Only attack military targets. That way, when we eventually did take the country back, there was a country left for our allies in France. And the French people, you know, commi- uh Conducted acts of sabotage and spying, which we said was ironic. We encouraged them to do that as a matter of perspective because our enemy was Germany. Yet we locked up the Japanese Americans um, in our country for fear of them doing the same thing. Um, So we're encouraging it in one country and trying to prevent it in ours, which makes sense. Um, You know, we were fighting a war, even though the Japanese Americans... Most of them, the majority of them, were loyal to our country. They were citizens of our country. Uh, this is a dark mark on our history. But we talked about that in class. And uh, you guys wrote about it in the writing assignment. So we had the daylight bombing raids. Um, Watched the video clip. The newsreel where it talked about you know complete air mastery over France. That's why we were able to bombed them during the daytime talked about flying low because germany did not have a strong radar system if they had radar at all and uh, they had the spotters and sound detectors looking for our airplanes as we flew over france and bombed them we also had the va- invasion of north africa by the allied forces which was called operation torch and that was led by general dwight d eisenhower We had a lot more going on in the Pacific, although it started out negatively with our losses in the Philippines and the Bataan Death March where over 75,000 American and Filipino forces were on a forced march where thousands died from starvation, lack of water, and a forced march over the mountain peninsula in very bad weather conditions. That um, led to war crime charges against many of the Japanese involved in that event after the war. They were accused, they were tried, those found guilty were, many were executed for their crimes against humanity. Uh, Before the Japanese invaded the Philippines, the U.S. government pulled General Douglas MacArthur, who was the supreme commander of our army in the Pacific. He was ordered out of the Philippines before the Japanese invasion. Of that island chain he did not want to leave he argued with them but he eventually did leave and that's where he made his famous I shall return comment um, telling the troops you know I will be back he did not want to leave but he did his duty for the country and left with the orders which is something that he will not do later and we'll talk about that when we get into Korea and the I shall return is pretty cool Um, There's a debate as to, I shall return? Is that cooler than, I'll be back? Um, I think, I shall return is cooler because it happened in reality as opposed to a movie. Although, I'll be back is a pretty cool phrase. It's still fictional. So, that being said, after the Baton Death March, the United States rebounds with a bunch of activity in the Pacific The first rebound activity happens on April 18th, ah, 1942. almost owed you guys mini donuts. And I'm reading from a script. We bombed Tokyo, which happens to be the capital city of Japan, on April 18th, 1942. It is known as the Tokyo Raid. It's also known as the Doolittle Raid, named so from the mission leader, Lieutenant Colonel James Doolittle. 16 bombers left off an aircraft carrier. I believe it was uh, named the Wasp. They flew from the Pacific. Remember, Japan was trying to build this barrier out in the Pacific, keeping us far enough away where we could not attack their homeland. That was their goal in the Pacific, attacking the islands that they did and hitting us at Pearl Harbor. So they had what they thought was a buffer zone or a barrier, if you will, to keep us from attacking the homeland. Well, five months, we counted, from December to April, five months after the attack on Pearl Harbor, which at the time was not, Hawaii was not a state, in part, um official state of the United States. It was a territory. It was a military base. They bombed us at our military base. Five months later, we bombed their capital city. We didn't do a lot of physical damage. Um, my research said, you know, there were, Several hundred wounded, uh, under 100 killed. But the big thing was, we bombed their capital city. And that was the whole point of them attacking us at Pearl Harbor and building this buffer zone in the Pacific was to keep that, prevent that from happening. And it didn't work. So the morale-wise, the Japanese were really bummed out. They were deflated. It perked up the American morale. And it showed we can reach the Japanese homeland. Um, 16 bombers left the aircraft carrier. It was a one-way mission. They flew over Japan, dropped their bombs on Tokyo, and continued towards China. Uh, That was the goal. 14 of the 16 bomber crews survived. Uh, One crew was killed when their um, plane did not survive. And... Several crewmen from another plane were captured and executed by the Japanese, but for the, uh, the majority of the flight crews survived, which was good. This bombing, the Doolittle raid, leads us to the Japanese attack on Midway. Japan wanted to crush the American Navy. The aircraft carriers were going to be a problem. They realized that Admiral Yamamoto wanted to lure us out and break the Jap- the American navy naval power in the pacific however we had uh, the codebreaker magic which we used to break the japanese military code so when we picked up transmissions as to what their plans were attacking us at midway we countered with our own secret plan to ambush the japanese while they were trying to ambush us and this is where we get into that circular pattern of You know, we want to make it look like we don't know what's going on as we plan to ambush their ambush of us. So we had to be very careful because if they realize that we cracked their military code, they'll make up a new one and we have to start all over. So we were able to turn the tables on them with a lot of valor, a little bit of luck, and a little bit of, um, I don't want to say laziness, but carelessness on the Japanese part, we were able to sink a bunch of their aircraft carriers and cripple their navy from you know major hard-hitting offensive actions in the Pacific after this. And after we won at Midway by pulling off the victory against the Japanese fleet there, we followed up with attacking the Solomon Islands to keep the trade routes open to Australia. As the Japanese were trying to build an airstrip on the Solomon Islands, we fought. Um, The battle went through the fall of 1942 and actually into the spring of 1943. The extended campaign saw the battle go back and forth for several months. But in the end, the might of the U.S. military and the industrial capacity of the U.S. military vaulted us to victory. Remember, um, the Enterprise was attacked and damaged. And it was able to go back to Pearl Harbor in Hawaii, which is still halfway across the Pacific Ocean. Get repaired and get back in time to turn the tide of the battle against the Japanese. If the Japanese would have been um, a little more thorough in their attack at Pearl Harbor and wiped out our repair facilities there, the enterprise would have gone go all the way back to California, which was all the way across the Pacific Ocean. Um, so we kind of lucked out from that standpoint. But Admiral Yamamoto's words about how the United States was too big, um, too strong, and our industrial capacity was too large to be overcome by japan was spot on our ability to fix our ships even with all the ships that we lost in these battles we were able to replace them and repair them and get back in the war so going through the end of 1942 we are getting a lot of victories in the pacific this takes us to the home front and on the home front said the Yankees were in the World Series a lot during this time. They were. They lost to the Cardinals four games to one. Also on the home front, the rationing of goods started, and we've talked about this numerous times. The rationing of goods was to make sure we had enough materials for the soldiers and supplies for the soldiers, so we started rationing goods. And as any time you start to ration things or limit things, the black market expanded. People wanted things they could not have or were limited in having, they wanted more of. So that started going on in 1942. Remember, uh, we just entered the war in December of 1941, so it's only been a month that we've been in the war, and all this is kicking in. A man by the name of Enrico Fermi split the atom, which is pushing the United States along towards the discovery and successful implementation of the atomic bomb. In period nine, we did a dramatic recreation. Showed how the atom was split not through the use of karate, but through science. Um, We also, in all the classes, listened to a couple of songs that were popular in 1942. Neither of those songs were like big um, on my charts. That old Black Magic, I've liked other versions of it, but you know... The version we played in class, that was the popular version in 1942. Not one of my favorites. And then um, Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition by Kay Kaiser. That was a choral song. Not my kind of gig. Uh, although I like when the, you know, I go to choral concerts and such. Not something I want to listen to over the radio. But it was um, good seeing that. Saw some boxing. Joe Lewis was the heavyweight champion of the world. Boxing was one of the top sports back then. Although it's been surpassed by MMA... Baseball was our national pastime. They considered it back then. It was bigger than football, where things have also flip flopped in that um, in that realm. And by Friday, we took a side path. Thursday in period one, but Friday in the other classes, we took a little side jaunt and began discussing. The Night Witches of the Soviet Air Force. I first heard about this topic listening to Tom Morello. He's a guitarist for Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave. Um, on one of his radio shows on Sirius XM last year, I heard him discuss the Night Witches, and it totally was like, wow, like, why is he talking about World War II? This is, you know, an eclectic rock show and heavy rock show. And he was talking about the Night Witches. And that led me to do some research. I thought it would be an interesting topic to explore in class with Yin's guys. So, all classes are working on one of a couple of assignments doing some research on the Night Witches. Um, you're taking notes. Some of you are looking up articles and summarizing the articles. Some of you are doing an ed puzzle and taking notes, but all of you are getting information on the Night Witches. As I mentioned, all of the writing on uh, the Japanese internment by the U.S. government, all periods except for period eight are done. Period eight, I should be done with you guys by tomorrow morning, getting that graded. Okay, that is a lot of information we've just covered. Um, We're at 18 minutes already, and I'm not even halfway through the podcast, although I'll try and cut it short on the back end. I'm going to take a brief musical break and refill my coffee I'll be right back after this we're back. So, wow, we covered a lot. And we're going to move in. Oh, oh, that sound. You should know what that sound means, those of you who are regular listeners, because several of you are turning in these on a regular basis. That is the optional enrichment assignment sound, that siren. This week's optional enrichment assignment, we're going Three weeks in a row with optional enrichment assignments. This is an extension of the Halloween optional enrichment assignment. What you're going to do is you're going to take one of the years we are studying, which right now is from 1942 to 1945, and you're going to make a YouTube playlist of the top five songs of that year. Um, they could be any of the five. There's more than five songs, but you want a, a top five playlist from... One of the years, you're going to let me know what year it is, 42, 43, 44, 45. You can do a top five playlist from one of those years. I'll make it in YouTube, and you will share it with me. I'll accept the submitted playlist in order from each class period. Once a song is used on one playlist, it can't be duplicated again. Reason being, I don't want one person making a playlist and then sharing it with all their friends because we are having an issue of friends sharing answers with friends and not doing their own work. And that will get you disqualified from the optional enrichment assignment. It will get you a zero moving forward in class if you cheat. Um, So please be careful with that. Five popular songs from each year. Submit the playlist. Uh, Make sure they are popular and they are from that year. If they're not, you don't get credit for the assignment. One thing you have to do. um, Also, I'm not going to accept duplicate playlists across periods i know yin's guys have friends in other periods don't make a playlist and then share it with someone in another period try to get around it make your own unique playlist um you have to make these playlists on a non-school google account or non-school youtube account since you can't share your school youtube playlist with anyone we tried that under the halloween um optional Richmond assignment it didn't work so you have to use a non-school YouTube account to make these playlists make the playlist share it with me you will get your points Um, this is going to be a longer running optional enrichment assignment it'll close out by the end of the seventh week of the second nine weeks I'll get you a firm date on that as we move forward it'll be next week's podcast so wow that is a long-running optional enrichment assignment for Yin's guys. I hope you appreciate it. And by the response from our virtual studio audience, Yin's guys like it. Now, back to back to our regularly scheduled Podcast. I know, I know. But to get back to business. And I don't know if you remember what time it is, but it is time for your favorite part of the podcast and mine, the Dad Joke of the Week. Thank you. Thank you very much. And this... Week's Dad Joke of the Week is courtesy of the dad.com Are you ready for it? Why is R only a pirate's second favorite letter? Anyone? Anyone? You back there in the kitchen. Hey, get out. Get out of my refrigerator. Get away from my Reese cups. Those are mine. I held them back from... Kids trick or treating. I worked hard for those. Get away from the Reese Cups. Anyone? Nobody has answers. They're just raiding my candy. This virtual studio audience. Why is R only a pirate's second favorite letter? Because their first love is the C. Get it? Get it? The first love is the C. So, R's number. Tough crowd. But thank you for your attention anyway. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to get into next week's preview. Monday's class starts with a work day to complete your night, which is assignment. If you're doing the um, the Ed Puzzle, you have time to work on the Ed Puzzle in class. If you're doing the research, you have time to do the research in class. So that's what Monday is going to bring us, a work session. Tuesday, we're going to discuss the projects. So be prepared to discuss. ...or be prepared to write about the assignment again. Mwah! I prefer you discuss, but if you're not going to discuss, you're going to write. It's just how we're going to do things. Afterwards, we're going to move through the 1940s and World War II. We're going to continue our journey. So we'll be moving into 1943, which is a very, very chaotic year in the war and on the home front. Big news, everybody. We're off on Friday... It is Veterans Day, so it is a day we will pay our respects to all who have served and still serve our country in the various branches of the military. Without them, we would not exist as a nation. We are studying how they kept us free right now in class with World War II. So, that is, that is, this week. We also have Election Day on Tuesday. Election Day, this is a, the general election for many, many offices. Um, a third of the senators, all of the House of Representatives, the governor, um, many local offices. Election Day is always the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. That happens to be Tuesday. So we have Election Day Tuesday. We have Veterans Day on Friday. We are not off for Election Day. But we are off for Veterans Day. So we have a four-day week. Remember, I give you guys time in class to study. Study the flashcards, look over your notes. If you owe me work, get it made up. I can give you quizzes at any time once I roll out a topic. So use your time wisely to study. Um, I know a lot of you don't have time at home to study, so I give you that time in class. Please use it wisely. All assignments lead through Schoology. Please bring your charged Chromebook to class. Phones are not permitted to be used in class except for in dire circumstances on a case-by-case basis. I don't want to have to start confiscating phones, but I will if need be. So please bring your charged Chromebooks. Also, a quick reminder, I'm now posting notes that I write on the interactive TV, TV board in class in the Google Drive folder. I place links to that folder on the front Schoology page of each class period. So we have a lot of information there for Yin's guys. I'm going to take a brief musical interlude and come back to wrap up the podcast. <clears throat> As I cough into the microphone, I apologize. I love that song. My daughter made it. But I am very hungry. So, very brief musical interlude. We are jumping right into school announcements. Check out the What's Up New Brighton internet show. It's informative, it's fun, it's student run. We have our club meetings the third Tuesday of every month. Come down to my room and see what's going on with What's Up New Brighton. We also have a TikTok channel. Check that out for content. Um, ebooks. The school library is open Monday, Wednesday, Friday throughout the school year, but you can check out ebooks anytime throughout the school year and summer. So check with Mrs. Berger for details on ebooks, all the puppies awake, and hanging out for the podcast. Although I'm not letting her close to the microphone because she chewed on the microphone and earbud cords last time, and people said they could hear her. Um, Anyway, I digress. We're going to wrap this up. So check out the e-books. We have a host of colleges and trade schools coming to the high school for college visits. Please check out the notifications in my room and right outside my room for the list of colleges coming. There's also, um, you know, with the technical schools, there are lists up by guidance. Check that out. We have some Keystone makeups coming up in December. The schedule will be released shortly. So check that out. There's also field trips going on, things of that nature. Check guidance for that information. Um, We're going to be wrapping this up. And as always, I like to mention several things. First is the ideas, jokes, comments on this podcast are my own and not those of any other entity or organization. If you like something, please let me know. If you dislike something, please offer constructive criticism. Don't blame anyone else but me. Second, is about several organizations and websites that do a lot of good for others. As always, I lead off with PAECT, the Pennsylvania Association for Educational Communications and Technology. If you're an educational stakeholder, check out PAECT.org to see what's going on in educational technology around Pennsylvania, the United States, the globe, and the universe. Join thousands of educational stakeholders to network and help strengthen the use of best practices in educational technology today. Speaking of PAECT... Check out the PACT Pod, a live stream and podcast where we discuss current events going on in PACT, interview interesting guests, and share best practices and tech tools to use in an educational setting. The PACT Pod can be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, and anywhere you find great podcasts. PACT, we are the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. The second is 211.org. You can dial 211 on any phone or go to 211.org on any internet connected device to find local social services in your area of the United States and most of Canada. If you are an individual or family in need, please reach out to this fantastic resource for help. Once again, that is 211 on any phone or 211.org on any internet connected device. Also, we have the website 511pa.com. That is a great resource for travelers. It shows driving conditions across the state. The location of Snowplows, location of um, uh, construction, dogs whimpering over in the side. She's getting antsy. She wants to be on the podcast, so she's throwing me off. Also has traffic camps that show live traffic conditions around the state on state highways and interstates. Check out 51PA.com if you are traveling. It's a great resource. That is going to wrap up this week's show, everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. I'm going to go make some French toast. I've been jonesing for that for a while. So, I'm gonna go make some French toast. I'm going outside to enjoy the weather and clean up some leaves from the yard and out of my gutters. I hope to see you guys Monday. If by some chance of fate I do happen to hit the powerball, I promise you I will zoom into class instead of attending in person because, no offense, I will be at the beach. But I will see you guys. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. And I will. Hopefully see you Monday one way or another. Take care.